0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: All right, my talkers, let's hang out with Lori and Julia. we got a fun hour ahead of us here. Let's see what they have to say. All
2: right, what are we gonna, what are we going to say? It's- Beverly Hills Housewives last night ah. for some of the joie de vivre of fun? No. No. I didn't. watched a little and I was sick of the kickboxing lesson. I was sick of the spa. Do you watch it live? Do I don't you like it.
3: Fast forward I to would the, say there were some fun parts last night. Tell me what they were because well, apparently I missed them. <laughs> okay, Here's the thing, Julia. I think you don't always understand rich women doing things. Is really the whole basis of Beverly Hills. Okay.
2: Oh. Okay. Oh, oh no. This takes a turn, and I'm curious where you're going with this. Yeah. How are
1: you going to frame this one?
2: Well, okay. So that's
3: always been one of the things about Beverly Hills. It's just like rich women just doing things right. for no reason whatsoever. And in the time of COVID, we see them rent out an entire spa so that they could be inside mass free. But then they went into the cryotherapy chamber for little tiny baby, one minute snaps at a time. So boring. Rich, so dumb, so Beverly Hills. And okay? so boring is the third part. Well, <laughs> again, you weren't listening because we actually, actually... Learn something when Erica and Sutton went to the spa. Old Miss uh, Cracked Ice herself, Erica Jane. We actually got something, but that would have
2: required you to remember attention, just tell us what it is again because I'm not the only one who thinks it's boring.
3: Well, I just we. This Our main complaint with Erica is we don't ever get anything from her. That What she gives us in the confessional is, is BS. We don't really ever get her like, She was confessing. a little emotional,
2: so tell me what, you, what well, she what said. Well,
3: what she was emotional about Sutton, just point-blank ask Erica, because, of course, there's all these, you know, you know these ladies are reading the tabloids and websites and stuff about Erica Jane of and course. Tom Girardi's yes. divorce. And Sutton just flat out just asked her. She said, Did it really upset you that Tom never came and saw you in Chicago? Which like
2: shut the play down- Chicago that she did on Broadway.
3: On Broadway. Yeah. Pretty
2: big darn deal. It was, it was a part deal. of the
3: season before and like, uh, it was just, I don't know if it was in pre, I think it had already started, but it had only played like maybe two weeks before the pandemic shut everything exactly down. But she was in previews in January, and mm-hmm. you know, and then they showed uh, a clip of the ladies last year going to Broadway to watch her do the practice. Right, and right, then they right. showed a thing of her and Tom, and he was saying, Oh, I'm so proud of you, and I can't wait to come and see you. So, anyway, Erica just. You know, just said, uh, you know that that it that it did really hurt her, and mm-hmm. she got like actual like tears in her eyes. And now I know she's a very good actress or whatever. But anyway, I just kind of felt like, uh, you know, maybe she's done an awful lot of pretending. Um, oh,
2: you had empathy. Uh-oh. I had empathy Uh-oh.
3: in that. You might think when you're 24, it's going to be really great to be married to a 59-year-old man. I would never think that. Okay, but I'm just saying that you might, because he's got money. She also confessed to Sutton. You know, he was really a son of a bitch to his first two ex-wives. So I know I'm in for something. And I did some digging, you know, and there was rumors about him uh, back in the second wife of some funny money kind of thing. But just in the sense that, you know, Erica came from New Jersey. She was a dancer, you know, was a young mom. It would be very easy to be put in into... your place quite a bit by, you know, it doesn't seem like it's the such an equal. statesman
2: that happens to be your husband. It doesn't
3: seem like it's so much Never. a place of
2: equality or Never. whatever.
3: So I did just kind of have some empathy about how much pretending Erica Jane has done and she's only 49, and she's been
2: with this guy for 25 years. Let me ask you something. 28 years. All right, let me ask yeah. you something. Mm-hmm. Do you think that she knew what was going on with her husband's financial shenanigans? I think she
3: knew something wasn't right, but because, she, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe he, you know, told her something. Maybe she's beating herself up about what she should have known. But yeah, I think that she's known for a long time. And I think she's a woman who probably should have had therapy a long time ago. Right. To deal with all this stuff, but, but anyway, but her I just,
2: confession last night. I've, I've, her confessional. I don't believe any
3: of the petty BS she says. She presents one, but
2: I would agree. But the other thing that they did say is the run was cut short because of COVID. She was only on Broadway for two weeks, so if he was planning to come right. later in the, you know, he might have had some crap he couldn't get off his plate right, right. and was planning to come, but it's not his fault. It was shut down by COVID. You can see. I don't understand why your significant other wouldn't be at opening, opening night cheering you on. Right. But we saw this with right. Kelsey Grammer yeah. and uh, his wife, if you remember when that whole thing yeah. went down. Yeah, you know. And uh, can I tell you something else?
3: Yeah, but was- I did like when Erica asked Lisa Rinna. She said, "So is there something up to it?" Referencing like an Us Weekly story about uh-huh. Us Week about Scott Disick and her and Lisa's daughter. Okay. And Lisa goes, "Yeah," and Erica goes oh oh amelia and lisa's like yep Mm -hmm." which you know that's really all you need to say about a 19 year old who's recovering from an eating disorder dating a 39 year old recovering alcoholic with three children oh for
2: crying out loud (laughs) oh gosh that just sounded everything i have to ask you if this is a do or don't yeah are we done with the housewives yeah
3: we can be done we can be done Mm -hmm.
2: okay is it a do or don't that they're going to remake the exorcist did anyone read that today anyone bueller do you care do you think there should be an exorcist part two it's from the people who did halloween
3: no well i don't know i don't know i don't know about that uh i guess they they if they if they've got a good script idea and they think that they can get an they're iconic, remaking everything if they want to make an icon it's kind of an iconic that movie still holds up in the scary department Right. I mean, do you think so, Grant? When's the last time you oh, saw that? Oh gosh, Exorcist? yeah. It it it's, definitely
1: holds up in the scary department yeah. for sure. I
3: think the omen still holds up in the scary department.
2: They're saying <laughs> that um it's going to be produced by Bloomhouse Production, which yeah. is run by Jason Bloom, and he says, quote, oh, I think it's going to be pleasant, it's going to pleasantly surprise all the skeptics out there. We've had a lot of skeptics about Halloween. Yeah, that's and true. David turned around I think he's going to turn it around with the Exorcist.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Ah! All right, here's another yeah, probably remake. A, probably a great idea. All right, here's another remake idea. Mm-hmm. Tell me, this is going to happen. Nick Offerman is going to star in the remake of League of Their Own.
1: Whoa, whoa. whoa you cannot touch that okay. movie. No. All right,
2: let me tell no. you. let me tell you. Okay. No. Okay. I'm not sure about this He will one. play coach, a coach named Casey, who is an ex- Cubs pitcher brought in to coach the Rockford Peaches. Yeah,
1: that's uh, Tom Hanks' character. In yep, the original. this is a
2: reboot of the famous Penny Marshall movie, and has been in development for years. This version will be slightly different, though. It's described as a show that will take a deeper look at race and sexuality.
1: Mm-mm. Huh.
2: Are you excited about the reboot? No. Not at all. The the original,
1: that's one of those movies that was perfectly, perfect. It was well done. Don't touch it.
2: I love our like
1: redoing
3: Thelma and Louise. Why? 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 Just go watch the movie. The movie? No. All right. Mm-hmm. Nope. There's no crying over remakes. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Nice job. <laughs> how, how about what a, good, what a good day it is to be uh, a, a smart person who's interested in drama and you're going to Yale. Do you guys know about this? No, Yale? no this is a great story. I don't know this story. Yeah. Yale University okay. announced it's eliminating tuition for its drama students because David Geffen gave them $150 million. So if you're in drama, the, it's going to oh. the gift to what is being renamed the David Geffen School of Drama at Yale University is, is believed to be the largest on record in the history of the American theater. Wow. Said the school in a news release released, and it will allow the drama school to eliminate tuition for all degree and certificate programs. Oh. And of course, David Geffen is best known for finding us founding asylum records, Geffen records, Geffen pictures. He co-founded DreamWorks, was Spielberg and Katzenberg. He dated women. I think he's now he's he's gay, but I almost yeah. feel like he dated Bar- he, he Cher dated and Barbara beautiful Streisand. Women yeah. Gay, yeah, yeah. And he goes back to he was enrolled uh, in a in a semester long seminar at Yale in the drama department. On the music industry,
2: and it must have changed his life. In
3: 1978, wow. and he gave them 150 million, and they've been doing theater studies at Yale since 1925. Some of the graduates of its school include Meryl Streep, Francis wow. McDormand, Angela Bassett. Paul Giamatti. Hey. Really good ones. Wow. So why couldn't a wealthy person save the Minnesota gymnastics, <laughs> tennis, hey.
2: and track and just pay? I, I understand. Lori, yeah. but the deal, there's it's, something else because there it was money to save those programs. Because exactly. those programs figure out ways to save themselves. I but it's the that. athletic director. But you just and said, yeah. why can't they? It's well, an
1: even distribution of funds amongst all sports. Now, even if you can find your own funding, it still has to be evenly distributed distributed, excuse me, yeah. amongst male and female sports. Oh, That's anyway, let me just
2: celebrate
3: the Yale drama <laughs> okay, so, school. That's and this like would amazing.
2: be this $150 million will cover one year of tuition for the 21-22 year. Yeah. So
3: you get one year free. And they're good, but what they want to do is they want to try and fundraise it for, it. for that.
2: I love that.
3: Yeah. So it could be a thing. Oh, wouldn't it be All great? Right. Let's. This is the thing. We're going to be right back with the Dirt Alert with Holly.
2: Is a my talk, dirt alert.
0: Bye. Bye. Good afternoon! Good afternoon. Happy Thursday. Let's kick off this dirt alert with some Kesha news. Kesha's going after Dr. Luke for the money that it's cost her to fight his defamation case after a judge's favorable ruling on Wednesday, which was yesterday. There was a lot of celebrity legal news happening yesterday. No kidding. So we didn't even get to this Kesha news. So the filing is the latest in a protracted court battle between Kesha and Dr. Luke, who sued Kesha in 2014 after she accused him of drugging and raping her, as well as molesting Kate. Perry, But a judge to the, uh, yesterday, excuse me, granted Kesha's request to use a recently strengthened free speech law that would allow her to go after Dr. Luke for the costs she spent defending herself in this eight year legal wow. battle. Yeah. Uh, according to this ruling, Kesha is entitled to comp- uh, compensation and punitive damages in her attorney's fees and costs incurred defending the suit. Good. So say the court papers. My gosh. It's 8 years. Eight that's years. unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean that that's longer than I feel like Kesha was really active as a pop star. She's right. been fighting yeah, right. this. Oh, so uh, good news for Kesha okay, yesterday. Let's talk about Tamar Braxton on the cover of the latest issue of People magazine oh, saying reality TV almost killed me. That's the headline. And saying, I chose to change my life. So it's been a year since Tamar Braxton tried to take her own life. And she's opening up about how reality TV almost killed her. She said of that time, that time in my life was so dark and heavy. I didn't see how it going to come out the other side. And I didn't even know that there was another side. But I chose to change my life. Mm. If you recall last July, Tamar's then-boyfriend David found her unresponsive. That's right. That's right. So uh, she is said... Was that a show she did with her sister? Was it Braxton Family Life? I think, or yes, I think, all the, I think the so. sisters?
3: She did it, and it was on for a while, a few years. Yeah, I Braxton
0: like. Family Values. Yeah. Yeah, so she said that um, she's talking about the trauma of uh, experiencing being molested as a young girl. She t- opened up to Wendy Williams about that in 2018, but Tamar says that I thought I had successfully buried that part of me, but it was manifesting in different ways. Uh, that trauma, she said it was coming up and how I dealt with things emotionally, how I looked at situations and how she conducted herself. Mm-hmm. so a uh, pretty riveting interview with tamar braxton if you want to go pick up the latest issue yeah. of people magazine always
3: good when people can like really share the real true feelings about stuff absolutely you know? blake sheldon gwen stefani got their marriage license oh they did are they getting I married they this week by now
2: <laughs> well Geez, this has been a very long engagement
0: it has been now the couple received their marriage license on tuesday in oklahoma this is according to page six and that blake and gwen have 10 days from when they filed the marriage license to say i do that's per oklahoma law meaning Mm -hmm. that the wedding is eminent probably happening over the long fourth of july weekend yeah i bet i bet yep yeah so TMZ reporting that blake shelton gwen stefani and gwen stefani's three sons flew out to oklahoma friday after finishing the voice that would be last weekend and that they sent their private plane to pick up the rest of gwen stefani's immediate family probably still living in southern california what a
3: fun thing because they probably haven't all gotten together in a year and a half and they're gonna be all out on the ranch and privacy and you know it'll be a an amazing party.
0: Well, you know we're gonna get the exclusive yes, photos will. somewhere. We we're gonna we we're will. gonna see those. Yes. Um, updating you on Britney Spears's conservatorship. So the latest news that happened this afternoon is that Bessemer Trust has requested to resign from the co-conservator arrangement that they have with britney spears they just got father. Appointed yesterday well they're they're saying this is what Besse, <laughs> yeah. this is what bessemer trust is saying uh-huh. is that they're citing britney spears's public criticism of the conservatorship now bessemer trust is a huge wealth management firm they manage more than 100 right. billion dollars in assets in this new court filing they want to resign due to changed circumstances this is their words this court filing Bessemer Trust says that they were told that Britney Spears's conservatorship was voluntary, and that Britney Spears had consented to the company acting as co-conservator. Oh, that is so bad. She has the worst
3: lawyer, but that lawyer was appointed by her dad. Her dad has been the one all along.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: riddle me, th- riddle us this, Holly. How does Britney only be worth sixty million dollars yeah. with this kind of a career?
0: I would like to see the receipts of this conservatorship and where all of that money and the fees have been going. Look at how much is she spending
3: on lawyers? Mm -hmm. 10 grand a week to this sucky lawyer who hasn't, didn't, this Bessemer stuff was supposed to have been filed back in November.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, now Bessemer Trust (laughs) has been approved by the court as co-conservator of the estate. Well, so last fall they were, but Bessemer Trust They haven't taken any action as co-conservator. They haven't received any of the assets of that $60 million estate that Britney Spears has, nor has it taken any fees. So Bessemer Trust Mm -mm. hasn't even taken any money in any of this. They haven't done anything, but they're like, wait, 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 hold the phone. We don't want to be part of this. Well, We don't want to be part of this. And we were also told something that apparently, according to Britney Spears herself, is not true. And she said this in court.
3: It's messy. Ruby is being done wrong, so wrong by her dad. I hope she does get to sue him. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, really,
0: yeah. It's it is messy and complicated, and even and that lawyer should be f- like there should be charges or I negligence or something. Agree.
3: He did not represent her interests.
1: Put put him on a two thousand dollar a month allowance oh, to see how he feels. Or was that what it is? Two thousand yeah, a month. something Like that, but <laughs> she's
0: paying
3: him ten grand a week.
1: Exactly. Take that ten grand a week away and see how he can live. Well.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, uh, you know, interestingly enough, uh, just uh, this afternoon, Senator Elizabeth Warren is kind of getting into the phrase she said reports on Britney Spears's conservatorship show our guardianship systems longstanding gaps that can strip people of basic rights and leave them vulnerable to abuse, excuse me, and exploitation. Elizabeth Warren teaming up with uh, the Justice Department to address some of these problems, also with Senator Bob Casey. So, looking. All right. Did you
3: watch that movie? I care about you, or whatever it's called, with Rosamund Pike. She was Everyone, nominated,
2: and it shows the.
3: It's about conservatorship. Yeah.
2: I did not watch it. Watch to be and We keep getting emails from people yeah, we telling need us we to need, watch need to watch this, this. movie. Well, I Rosamund, care
3: about you a lot. I think is the name of it.
0: Rosamund Pike won a Golden Globe yeah. for her performance in that movie. So mm-hmm. I suppose what yeah, I think. The right mindset needs to happen <laughs> to, to be interested in watching that movie. Yeah. It gets a little dark, I well, think. I, but that's that what good. I
2: heard, too. But I also heard it's enlightening. Right. About how fakakta
3: and archaic the conservatorship Systemics. laws are. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So it seems like some real change may come of this. Okay. And, you know, at the end, the hope that Britney is in a place where she can find some peace Ooh, uh, moving yeah. yeah, at the very least now moving on poor thirsty alex rodriguez won't somebody invite oh. him to the taco tuesday party <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing now so uh, so jennifer lopez went to a taco tuesday party in hollywood her voice coach was hosting it it was for a tequila brand but apparently Alex Rodriguez didn't make the invite list and when Stacy Mackey the voice coach shared some pictures on Instagram of the party a rod commented where's my invite Stevie oh. <laughs> and then Stevie said anytime brother oh it was so awkward we're guys. gonna yeah. he's gonna need
3: a much bigger yeah. straw
0: <laughs> oh that's <laughs> the dirt today Thanks. that's Thanks, all the, You're welcome all the secondhand embarrassment one can take.
1: And now, it's time for... Stop it.
2: Lori, stop it. Just stop it. You are... There's a naked man
3: anywhere stop. in the vicinity of any kind of a website stop. or... Stop. Lori, will find good. it. I'll
2: find it and I'll this is <laughs> look at it and be look, grateful. Lori, honest to Pete.
3: Saying that's a theory,
2: so as, as she's saying that, what people don't understand is so we have cameras on top of our computers now, so every day we see it sit and look at ourselves, and it's on they use it to make YouTube videos, right? So Lori is just sitting here when we showing come back Colton showing is. Colton Bolton in his with Knowlton on. And he's standing like he's riding a, riding a horse. No, you- he's kind of got the giddy up stance. Giddy up. Giddy he's- up. Like he's riding a mechanical bull with a coat over his junk. Kevin, how are you? I love Oh, yeah. say that again. Hi, Julia. I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you oh, to come and see your lap. Why are we playing this? He oh, just yeah. popped up.
1: I thought that this was something about you. There was the thing with you with Kevin Costner, and yeah. I thought it was a I'm bit just, with that. No, Sorry. no,
2: that's okay. No, but Julia,
3: so, he is not riding a horse. He is. he straight the uh, uh, uh. uh, the theory. You're, he's just holding the leather coat strategically. There's a naked
2: man to be seen. You will find it. Very
1: good-looking naked man. Yeah. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, Colton.
3: I like him so much more than I've ever liked him before.
1: <laughs> this one's going to make it up in the double wide, isn't it?
2: No, well, oh no, oh no!
3: I've got. It's going in my folder. Yeah, you um, can put
2: it in your folder. I no, can put it in my folder not... in case we ever
3: have to show no. him again for yeah, whatever reason. I hope reason. we don't. I hope we don't. Julia, we'll do that is just mean beyond words. He's not my. <laughs> he... Lori, come on. Okay, here's here's the here is the theory. So
2: I found a <laughs> scan. Get over the last one. If there's a naked man on the internet, I'll find him. That's right. <laughs> That's a theory. It's Look a at how life.
3: life tried to find the sex life guy. The shower scene. You had to watch it and send it to I me. I did have to send it to her. Because everywhere it was blurred and pixelated or I've become a bad Google Foo
2: master. <laughs> one of these is true. <laughs> one of these Google is true. Foo <laughs> master. master. I used to be very good. Okay. And her and Donnie, anything that was pixelated and had an opportunity click here, they would both do it. I would just sit there like, no, right. don't show me. Don't show me. Okay, so here is,
3: uh, this confirms a theory, all right? So I read this on, you know, there's a... Theory website. Fact. Facts. Here's a fact. According to a study, your brain works harder to process insults than it does compliments. I totally believe that. Makes and sense. I And my theory is, and the re. Since that is what happens, since you can't process that you've been insulted, people can't... The theory is people can't believe that they've been insulted. So when people are good at giving backhanded compliments... Oh, the best. Oh, well, now you're delivering on a whole nother level. Okay. Okay. So just a reminder, like a backhanded compliment... I Oh, I like your dress. It almost fits you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you look so good, but you've got peasant arms.
3: Um, Yeah, you know. You're
2: so strong, even with those Italian peasant arms. Yeah, the backhanded kind and yeah. I thought, oh
3: my word, you know, because uh, if, if we can't, if we're having trouble grappling it, and that's why, like, I think... Always, people get somewhat taken aback when someone says, "Oh, you look so great for your age," because that really oh, is a backhanded. That is such a compliment. slam.
2: I would have never guessed you were that old. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that, yeah. That one so is a So you're like favorite. going, "Hmm, they're insulting me to my face, mm-hmm. but
3: you know, I'm I'm having a hard time with this." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you really want to screw with somebody. Do a backhanded. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that no. is the way to right. screw with someone's yeah, head. no. Because we can't even believe, first of all, we're getting insulted. Then you compliment us. Whoa! We don't know what to do. Okay. Okay, now here... That was really
2: funny, especially the black.
3: I know. Here's another <laughs> theory, and I was so happy to see. Okay. That, uh, now, granted, Nordstrom commissioned the study. Okay. But... They wanted to find out what exactly is their fashion future. And what they found out is that... They have one. Well, one in three Americans is facing a big problem. They feel they're stuck in a style limbo in their wardrobe. Do you? Uh, I feel I am very much in the line of a lot of other people, which is comfort. Yes. 100%. 100%. I don't know that comfort is ever going to... No, 100%. I feel like a lot of people who were very devoted, high heel women, you know, they might not be wearing. I don't think their toes want to go back to that. Go back. So maybe Nordstrom is trying to figure out what they're going to buy and stuff for. But 36% of people feel like they have nothing to wear without dressing up for anything for 14 months. Okay. And during this time, all we got rid of were seven items that no longer fit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 very very ding, this ding, ding, so ding, ding, ding. I kept
3: thinking I'm in a clean shop. I never cleaned. But, one closet. No, Every I, time I went to think about it, I thought. It's
2: COVID. I'm being punished
3: enough. Why should I have to do
2: this? Why should I have to get rid of things? At that least in a regular
3: up? year, you know, maybe I've gone out for like five nights or three nights in a row or did something really fun. So, okay, on Sunday, I'm going to crack the whip and go through this closet because I was having fun. Oh, that's but so funny. But when we were being punished, that's staying at so home funny. all the time, I guess, who the I hell agree. wants
2: to do crappy jobs?
1: Oh, you're right. I, we had a year to do it. And now we're all awake. Like, Where's I, the time?
2: I was going to clean time? out my garage. Yeah. I be, like we I put my bike in a different corner.
3: We were already <laughs> in a corner. Why yeah. should we have to go to I our agree. room and do that too? I agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I it agree. was time it was time that wasn't used be- for me, I was always like, God I want to do this, I wanna do that, I wanna do this, and then I just like you said, you weren't in the mood to do it. Yeah. And then now I'm like, I can't even find time to tie my shoes. Yeah. You know, so that's gone.
3: So yeah, one basically um what else did they tell us after a year at home? People are saying personal style is now gonna be their new Comfort, that's what they're going to go for. Um People do plan on buying dress pants, dress shirts, tops, and dresses for the fall. So that's sure. good news. They and, have to go back to work. And two
2: out of five people... I have, mean to work. In, yeah,
3: two in, out of five said they will dress comfortably for the rest of their lives. They'll never go back to their quote-unquote uncomfortable clothes. I
2: bet this is going on with hair, too, because I know a lot of women who have let their hair go to its natural color.
3: Rihanna has given us the word. What is the word? Pixie, pixie, pixie.
2: But I mean, I'm talking color. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like a lot of people don't. Oh, well, speaking of color, I've got a theory for you.
3: Okay. This is a theory. Gray hair is caused by stress, but
2: it is reversible. I read that study like it's out of Harvard or something. Julia? Instead of a big, I had that too. It's Columbia University College of
3: Physicians and Surgeons. Relax, it could make your hair grow darker. It was just published, and it found that stress significantly influences when hair goes gray. But if you can figure out a way to chill out, you can reverse the trend. They, The method they used, they
2: said basically if it's like... If you're president, what color is your hair when you go in, and so what color is it when you come out? Because I think so that was gray. part of that. So yeah. gray. They just go like, oh, Yeah. Um, the
3: method that they use is comparable. They said it's like looking at rings of trees. Yes. that What they looked at a tiny portion of each human hair and it reflected an hour of growth. And the scientists were able to find a correlation between times of stress and times of grain in the hair. And everybody, the people that were part of this, they, you know, they had a way of doing it, but they had an individual went on vacation And five hairs on that person's head reverted back to dark during the vacation. Isn't
2: that amazing? And just
3: as the rings in a tree trunk hold information about past decades in the life of a tree, our hair contains information about our biological history. And But hair has to reach a threshold before it turns gray. So we don't think reducing stress like in a seventy year old who's been gray for a long for your, is gonna darken their hair. But what does
2: this say? Because you know women like we know people who's have gone gray like if they have darker hair in their twenties. I mean Well, there have been people my little who've sister. gone gray
3: overnight because something like really dramatic happened to them. And, and it just shocks it the is. system. Yeah.
2: And, and and I think one of the best things that we see is you see an ingoing president, you see an outgoing president. And they look completely except different, except
3: for Trump because he was the only president who, who dyed cut, his hair. dyed his hair,
2: that and we maybe, know, or of. maybe wore maybe. a
3: wiglet.
1: I was gonna say dyed what hair?
3: But. Yeah, would you know the wiglet? <laughs> right. However, that I would love to he know glued the secrets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yes, they always the presidents. You know, you don't, you know, they look different completely, mm-hmm. completely gray. So yeah, this is so really this more. This brings us back to like thirty-five.
2: Like, this would be for the thirty and forty. 40, you know. The people who are graying younger, maybe you should work the four day work week that we've talked about.
3: Yeah. And you know, the myth, the myth is that Marie Antoinette's head, her whole hair went to gray gray the minute they
2: chopped her head off?
3: No, the night before the beheading. So stressed out about that.
2: I like knowing that. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Let's just pretend it's true.
3: But I did hear (laughs) that on the La Conciergerie or whatever the tour was that I went on about. All the prisons and beheading, you know. Casey and I love these walking tours. Oh, I
2: love a walking tour in Paris.
3: And they like we they you can basically any kind of mayhem that you want to know about historically or whatever. They have these walking tours and the 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 Lacan I'm saying the name of it wrong, but anyway, it's right on the Seine, the the prison where she sure. was kept, and sure, you can sure, take sure. tours of it. Lovely. In the tour, Very cool. our tour mm-hmm. guide said that was the the the, ru- the, the- rumor that. She was totally gray, turned gray overnight in her cell because she was kept there for a while. But she, yeah, she knew was. tomorrow,
2: just the thought of being decapitated <laughs> is a scary thought. Oh. I would, you go gray. Two would go gray. I would go gray because yep. they weren't the blades weren't as sharp as they are now. I mean, there would be other reason, I'm just and do you know,
3: they um used the guillotine in France until like 1977, which oh. is just beyond, That's isn't insane. that? But they did they do wow did. Mm-hmm. yeah oh, those frenchies all righty that's it that's all we have for theories <laughs> <laughs> going it's going it's going to be the sign in the summer
1: this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines
2: I
3: think uh, besides, uh, you know,
1: Heatwave. Heatwave heat yeah. was one you like too. Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, so uh, we posted the cast of the Gossip Girl. They had their red carpet yes. last night. The reboot is happening on HBO Max. It might even be this weekend. Might be okay. tomorrow. You can take a look at that. William and Harry reuniting to unveil the statue in honor of their mom's 60th birthday at Kensington Palace, and the cast of Ray Donovan reuniting because I think that movie is going to be starting filming. two hours but it's going to be starting filming yes is and it's the a, a two-hour
2: continuation of where we left off because that show was canceled abruptly that's right and um this just it would be a good question someday what shows would you I mean there's so many shows that it canceled abruptly and they don't they just leave you hanging
3: Story of people's TV lives. Oh, well.
1: it drives that, me nuts.
3: Well, yeah. it's
2: like that show we like so much with... Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. I love that Rebel. Yeah.
1: At least give us like, a, you know, like Netflix has been doing a decent job for some shows of giving you like a one episode hour long thing where they kind of tie up some yeah. things. But when a show goes out like that and you're just left there hanging and you invested all that time into it... I don't
3: think about it that way. Nobody owes us anything if we want to waste our time on watching
1: shows. But, but they, got, they made money because we were watching those shows yeah. Yeah. Uh, our advertisements—they owe us a little bit of an ending, or just, I like that. just yeah. write up a little. Just give me a, well, something good I can luck. read. You just good, even good
2: type that up some text
1: and yeah. say, "By the way, I know we I sound insane. To, yeah.
2: <laughs> we weren't able to film the ending, but here's how it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Just give us some text." So no, Julie yes. and I are still better about Dirty Sexy, sexy money, money, a oh. show that we loved that. I mean, so that many. just ended so
3: abruptly. Yeah. So yeah. many shows yeah. like that. Okay, the Underground Bunker on Monday reported with Tony Ortega. Yeah, but it was a memorial written by a former uh, Scientology church official, Dan Kuhn, who helped Ron Miscavesh write his memoir, Ruthless Scientology. My son, David Miscavesh, and me, Ron has died at the age of 85. All right. And uh, he, he just said, you know, he was a man who loved music, animals, and the Philadelphia Eagles. If you saw his YouTube videos about life after Scientology, you'll know he was always trying to help people become a better version of themselves because you know Ron joined with his family and got his son in Scientology mm-hmm. in 1971 and when his son took over in Things 86 changed. uh he, the dad learned some stuff and I mean I remember Leah Remini talking to him on her show oh, yeah, and I it was too. kind of kind of kind of amazing cuz he was like what kind of a dad am I that I got our kids sucked into this,
2: one hundred percent. At true. a kid, yeah. And
3: um, anyway, so he's passed away at the age of eighty-five, at Julia. And uh, what else? Can well, I what tell else? You? We know. Oh, I know another little little nugget little of news that I didn't really want to share with you. And Uh-oh. that was. And now you have to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I didn't want. Didn't I am want worried well, about this
2: because you're just so you know righteous about this topic or something. Yeah, Real I Housewives of Beverly
3: Hills, which Kathy Hilton, who's come through as maybe the MVP of all time of housewives, when she just started filing her nails, when Crystal started talking to her about something that oh. she was obviously. No, it was great. It was great, and then when Crystal bores me to but, death. But then when she's at this dinner or whatever, and she's looking around and saying, Oh, it's so nice to see you, Garcelle, and, and Sutton with your pretty bow on. And and then she looks over at Dorit and she says, And and my buddy over here, the English girl. She doesn't didn't
2: know no, her, her name. Her name. <laughs> and Dorit's expression. he cannot hide she has no poker face. She's <laughs> just like, and I'm not
3: English. My husband's English. And Kathy's like whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> yeah, forgot her name and was so blasé about it. Well, that's kind of fun. She doesn't care. There was a lot of gold in the last five minutes of nice. that show. Okay. Fine. I mean, and poor Dorit, you know, all she does is wear head to toe Louis Vuitton or she's, Chanel. She's
2: and... a walking logo. Yeah. She has a logo
3: on a stick. Or as Garcelle said, we know she's wearing fashion labels because it's screaming at us from head to toe. I can't
2: stand <laughs> head logos. shoes, yep.
3: everything. There is becoming the sameness to her look. 100%. Where before she
2: was She's kind a of, walking Louis Vuitton purse.
3: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a,
2: it's not even that great of a logo. And my buddy over here, the English girl... <laughs> Well, that's because she talks in seventeen different voices, live accents and stuff. You know, we don't know what she is. She's from Connecticut. I know, but she spent time in, I lived yeah. in
3: Rome. And Dennis Quaid has had to back out of Joe Exotic. He's not going to be able to Why? be that. What? Uh, Why? He's not going to be that guy in the hat. You know? Yeah, the
1: guy that the, the guy that produced all of his reality Rick show. Crum, the guy. Yeah, he had the cigarette all the time. He was a he was the best character on that whole thing. He was the only one that had common sense.
3: Yeah, Quaid. They're quote unquote scheduling conflict yeah okay he's finishing playing ronald reagan in a miniseries right now and has nothing on the front burner so maybe it's he doesn't want to he doesn't like the script hmm. this is the one with kate mckinnon is is carol baskins and john cameron mitchell's playing joe exotic wow so
1: I was really looking forward, honestly, when I read that whole cast. He was the one guy because yeah. I love Dennis Quaid. I was yeah. really, really intrigued to see how he would play that character. That's a that's a bummer, but it is. Well, what are you gonna do?
2: It's a casting loss. Yes. For NBC's Peacock. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Job done. Off you go.